Welcome to the Breathe to Ride podcast with Kristen Whitaker and Katie Boehner. Get ready to join us for all kinds of stories and conversations about this experience and journey that you are on. To enhance the mind, body, and soul of the relationship between you, yourself, and your equine partner. This is a brand new start for the relationship and method between your communication and your partnership together. We will cover the science of breath and the biomechanics of training, horsemanship, and riding. You're going to learn a whole new perspective on how you view yourself and your horse and develop a melodic nature every time you handle, groom, or ride your horses. Please remember to check with your healthcare provider before starting any new physical exercise or breath program. Okay, inhale, exhale, repeat. Let's go. Okay. Welcome back to the Breathe to Ride podcast. Kristen and I are sitting out in the backyard of Kristen's parents' house here on the farm, looking over the outdoor dressage ring, and your herd of girls are over here to our right, nosing around and nibbling the end of their breakfast. You might even hear some birds and the cicadas in the trees. And we just came off of three incredibly ambitious days of breathe to ride. Not only was it ambitious, it was was steamy hot. Steamy, steamy. steamy. I actually think it was raining in the indoor arena a few times (laughs) because it was so steamy. It's been a very, very hot and steamy July. Um, but oddly enough, the group, the dynamic of the group was just as hot and ambitious and wonderful and they didn't care about the steamy part. So it was super cool. Fantastic group. Really, really great group. So any of you that were here in July of 2023, I, Katie, honor you. Kudos. And your journey to come to this new experience of Breathe to Ride. And we say this often that it really is an experiential clinic. It is super hard to explain really what you will gather from it because I do believe everybody gathers something really individual from it and the testimonies speak to that. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Um, We have some testimonials that have already come in. We're going to have to add but even just to um I just pulled it up on my phone I didn't plan to yeah but you know someone just wrote to us this morning Katie and Kristen helped me figure out that it's okay to have emotions of frustration and sadness and not understand and to honor them instead in Mm -hmm. every ride um that that's pretty amazing Mm -hmm. I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit they helped me bring a bigger purpose into my riding in just three days um we have other testimonies that have said after hearing about the clinic and success stories that came along with it i was very excited to try after three days i'm grateful to have met an amazing group of women who shared their stories of their horses and connection on a deeper level this clinic is one thing to hear about but you have to try it for yourself. It has been one of the most empowering things I've ever done for myself physically 
and mentally. Wow. So that's powerful. Um, I just had to throw that in there yeah. as you were talking, Katie, because these clinics are becoming more and more transformational and empowering along the way for people with incredible journeys. Yeah. Which brings us to what we really focused on this weekend in the journey of horsemanship was really being in the present moment when you're with yourself and when you're with your horse. I like to start off these topics of these podcasts with a little bit of a definition, a meaning of where we're really trying to dial into. So the definition of living in the present moment would be letting go of the past and not waiting for the future. And I'll paraphrase a little bit in that that requires, even demands courage Mm -hmm. and self-reflection. And with the equestrian coaching that I'm doing, my life coaching that I'm doing, and my personal training coaching that I'm doing, I find that there's a common thread throughout all of the discussions that I have, especially at the beginning of the journeys with these amazing people and horses that we get to work with. And whether I am working with a horse, a human, or a body, I'm always super curious about what has happened in the past, but I'm more motivated to know about where the body and the mind wants to be in the future. And that all comes into where you are in that present moment, because something in this present moment is giving us a little bit of a hint of where we were, but more importantly, I'm really motivated and really excited I would even say slightly ecstatic, and I think clients that have worked with me would agree that I'm slightly ecstatic about really where do you want to go from this present moment moving forward. And Kristen and I love to talk. We actually just came back from a three-mile run, and Jog. we... Jog. I think there was some running in there. Katie has inspired me to at least try. She's and I'm trying really hard. You are. Guys. I'm trying really hard. So well. And I get so excited over silly numbers that I keep saying, like, um, you know, your pace numbers. And I'm like, wow, I beat it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's, this is hard. Cool. Yeah, it's really hard. But I'm, it's, it's, it's great. And boy, your mind feels really good. It does. And we end up chit-chatting about this stuff. And we knew this was our topic. And I said, well, this is how I feel about my people and the biomechanics of the mind and the body. And then Kristen says, well... Well, and I, I love, you just use the word hint and Mm. I like that because, um, when I come into horsemanship and when I find a horse and rider combo or horse and handler combo, or even just a horse that I'm looking at, um, I'm equally curious about the past. It would give me a hint as to where the horse has been, Mm -hmm. um, what they've been through, what kind of training they've had or not had has any of it been formal or finished training um has any of it just been good groundwork um getting to their feet training we really don't know um and that past is not always available to me i mean sometimes people come in knowing horse you know it was born on their property or they got it at a very young age and they can they can actually tell me an entire novel about their horse. However, sometimes it's like looking at past x-rays. Those, yeah. ex- those x-rays don't matter anymore. Um, it's what's going on right now. So when I was lucky enough to run in the veterinary practice and manage that, I got to sit on many, you know, on many exams and 
listen to <clears throat> the doctors explain why x-rays from two years ago, yes, it may have given you a glimpse into what happened then, but it's really not what's going on with the horse now. Correct. So think about that. Um, it's a hint. I would love to know about the past in some of these horses, but sometimes that past is not available. And it leads me to think about in the great success that I had in my show career, many people would come to me or write me messages or emails at that time or phone calls and say, or well, phone call, phone, phone call. <laughs> not messenger <laughs> at 1145 at night, um, which is when I do all my messengers. Um, but where, Kristen, where do you get your horses? I, I, I want a horse that looks like yours or acts like yours or, or has the willingness of your horse. And I always kind of laughed because after we left the Arabian breeding industry, I went through the veterinary portion and I came back around to wanting to compete with horses during that portion of it. Um, I actually found my horses. I wasn't in a position to go buy a, you know, show horse that it was in the, sh that was in the world show world. Um, even though I wanted to compete. So I actually found my horses at two different places. Both had auctions throughout the year and sale auctions throughout the year. And I would try to go look at the horses before that auction day came up or that sale day came up. And um, I would try to make a stop in if I was looking for a horse for myself or for a client. And I'd stop in and I know this sounds corny, but I would try to read the horse. Like mm. the horse that day. Because the past is fine, but we really need to know where we are right now. And what can we do with the now to go into the future? Mm. So often it was an unknown history. Um, or as all of you out there in the horse world read a, a uh, ad <laughs> for a horse and you try to read between the lines <laughs> and it says, you know, needs an experienced rider <laughs> or, you know, you, you have to read and then you have to go see it in action. You have to, in a split second, try to decide, is this a personality you can work with? Is the horse's confirmation something that's going to work for what you want out of it? Yep. And can you take what you see now to progress into the future can you mold that horse into something and I said it this weekend I truly believe it takes two years to get to know a horse I think it takes a year of the horse and the handler or riding rider understanding one another starting to understand what's going to happen next in their story um, understand their reactions their responses, um, some of the things that we don't like. And then I think it takes another year to really kind of mesh those personalities together into what we call horsemanship. Yeah. And I, so, you know, so really, I mean, it's about the present into the future. Why the partnership in Breathe to Ride is so essential. And I believe it is what the equine and equestrian industry needs as a whole is because we do combine the horse and rider together. And I see this in my studio all the time where I'll have a new client come in and I'll have a write-up from them about their body and what they've done and where they want to go. And they'll come in and, for instance, maybe there's a little limp 
as they come into the studio and they're ready to run their 5k or their half marathon in six months and I'm like well tell me about your body and they're like everything's really great everything's fine everything's I'm feeling real good you know I, I want to you know I want to feel stronger that's why I'm here and I want to learn more and I said well I noticed as you were walking to your mat that there's a slight limp oh, in yes. your right leg and they'll say oh yeah I did break my ankle about three months ago and it's still healing or three years or three years and in, in one case a woman told me about this was one of our breeds to ride riders that she had been drugged as a child on not her drugged, left side. Katie, well, not drugged, but dra- dragged, <laughs> dragged, dragged, drugged, 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 <laughs> drug, 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 dragged. <laughs> she got caught in a stirrup. Let's, let's clarify. Just, let's clarify. Let's just clarify. She I mean, got this caught. It's all about in communication, right? <laughs> <laughs> not the English language. <laughs> and I had noticed this asymmetry in her left hip, and she's like, "Everything's fine. Everything's fine." And then the more I worked on her left hip with her, she goes, "Actually, I was in an accident, and I was." pulled for over a mile behind this horse and was quite injured and the injury to come back to our theme was showing up in the present moment even though it wasn't happening in that present moment the energy that was still a little bit mixed up was still in the present moment and so we have to take what the present moment is offering and then decide how we're going to use that in our equation to help with the sculpting and the molding as we move forward. And lots of times it can be a real positive aspect as well. Oh, and I completely it's fascinatingly positive and, because people don't look at themselves as a weakness anymore. That doesn't, right. that's not a weakness. No. Okay, take that and let's do something with let's it. Let's do something with it. Yeah. Let's do something with it. And let's breathe into it. We've been talking a lot about this relationship with the horse and it doesn't happen quickly. And I couldn't agree with you more. I've had the pleasure of working with some clients for 10 years on their bodies. And I have one man in particular that I can think of, you know him, and mm-hmm. we're coming into our second year. And I can honestly say that we can come in and get right to work and I know his body, he knows his body's capabilities and he's found a much deeper relationship with himself in the present moment because he's taken the last two years to really learn about his breathing, his muscling. You know, there are limitations in his body but there's other places in his body that have found immense opening and softening. And when it comes to where do we begin to kind of seek? We talk about this a lot this weekend is let your horses seek you a little bit. Don't always ask them to come to you. And I'm about letting your, you know, your nervous system help guide you to where you are. And the best way to find the present moment is first and foremost is find your breath. Really, where is your breath in this present moment? As you're listening to this podcast, can you go ahead and take a nice big inhale? Where does that inhale come in? Is it coming in through your mouth? Is it coming in through your nose? Is it settling in your chest? Is it settling deeper into your belly? Do you feel a release in the breath? Do you feel a rise in tension? And that can really, in a gorgeous way, bring you into this present moment. And once we get the present moment, we can actually start to work authentically with the energy that's available. Which is why... So Katie and I have started, and we talked about this at the last podcast, we've t- started talk, teaching some private lessons together, and we focus a little bit more on just the biomechanics of the body and matching the horse and what happens. But this is really why our flagship program is so important, because we take an extraordinary amount of time to teach you how and when and where and why to find your breath like 
why is that so important for you and your horse and how much further that can bring you in your horsemanship journey Mm -hmm. than just a lesson. And I don't want to say just a lesson, but let's face it, a lesson. I mean, so, you know, one of the things that we have to do, we, we do this in our in our three days so beautifully, but one of the things that we try to teach people is to read, not the room, but read the arena. Yeah, read the arena. Read the horse. Yeah. What's being offered, mm-hmm. and almost more importantly, okay, take a breath, <laughs> but what are we missing? <sighs> what are we missing? Because... Again, in a traditional lesson, there's not often enough time in that 45 minutes or one hour or one clinic day or even a longer clinic to really explore what are we missing. And Katie's going to bring you back to it comes from the breath because when we start to innately understand that, it gives us enough pause to read the arena. Yeah. To what is being offered. And I feel like I'm taking over the conversation a little bit, but I'm, I'm so empowered, feel so empowered by yeah, this go. weekend and what happened because we even had a horse. We again. had a lot of, ho- like we one had, horse in particular that was absolutely well, fascinating. We had a couple fascinating things. I mean, now I just popped into my head was one of the, one of the people came in. And um, she said to us, often people are tell them about themselves and how they're feeling in the saddle. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, she was cool. Yeah, and yeah, and and you know what their concerns are. And she came in and she was like, "Oh, I don't have any concerns. I'm just concerned about my horse." And I'm I was make like, "Sure, he's having fun. I'm making sure he's having fun, <laughs> like, and he's wow. learning." And I'm like, "Wow, that's awesome!" But maybe you should pull yourself into that conversation a little bit. Like you, and she you, did, and she yeah. really got to focus on herself and her breathing and her body position. And and we found that there was some tension in a hip she's a big runner and able to just bring a little bit of equilibrium which then by day three and i won't tell the success story because it's it's not ours necessarily oh it's it's so beautiful but day three like she had some Mm -hmm. moments with her horse um especially well i'll say especially cantering she had some moments with her horse that she I mean, at one point she was just beaming. I don't, I didn't know whether she was going to cry, laugh, <laughs> what, but she ended up laughing out loud. <laughs> and I think like, there were some fist pumps. Uh, fist pumps yep. and like rubbing her horse up and down its neck while she's cantering and then just like took a deep breath into a down transition and up down transition and gave him a big hug and like yeah and they, why we didn't say us anything. working together as, again in the partnership we are modeling the partnership between your horse and yourself and so we actually allowed her to give herself a position in the partnership and allowing that position to come into the partnership brought her into the present moment and let her have that moment with him and goodness if you go through our photos you'll see him He's we had we had another participant, a very really <clears throat> dear character. participant um, to me, who's been through a tremendous amount of loss, and she's out there on her new horse, and they got a little porpoisey the <laughs> last day and a little energy into it, and again she laughed. Yeah, she laughed, and then she like 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 down deep sat in her core, found her breath found her glutes that we talk about and like stayed with her horse like stayed with her you know next thing you know 
uh, what was it? She's she's country. She's all country. Yeah, there. She was being a little yeah, western. Yeah, and she but she's dan- she was dancing by and the we, end. We this really m- want to teach everybody that whatever is being offered in the present moment is okay. If it's a porpoise moment, if it's a beautiful canter moment, if it's a moment of emotional rush, if it's a moment of not knowing, I don't understand what you're saying, or I can't, my famous like word is like, I can't feel it. Great. That is still a positive moment in the present moment. We had that this weekend. Someone yes. who wasn't sure they could feel it, and by the end, she they, feel fe- it. they felt something different. And that, so means, that means you, you can back. feel it. Again, stay here with us. Like, be present. Just wait long enough we had two people whose horses were very much alike wait long enough to let the horse find Find you you. yeah like stay here long enough that's your future stay Stay in the present moment and let them come to you now what what we were going to talk about when we're running and we haven't touched on which thing well we talked about a lot so well i think we've brought on Almost every horse that we we, so we had horse, seven horses and mm-hmm. riders. Mm-hmm. All, one, I'll just leave in particular. In all, every single one of them. They, I mean, this is a. We keep saying our groups get better and better. Um, this group wasn't better than any of the others. The dynamic was intense and energetic. And the other groups add so much depth to the current group, and we get to build on each yes each horse, and we see. This pattern of this breathing pattern. is in every single one of these these three days, this retreat where these horses yawn and and ooh, sigh ooh. Um, and to breathe. A, those who are listening, remind us to do a podcast on patterns. Patterns. Because this, this is a huge. very unique thing to Katie and I. Yes. We have both found out some things about ourselves and mm-hmm. patterns. So Lots remind us, write, it, write us a little, uh, a little uh, messenger note. Uh, we love hearing from you guys, by oh, the yeah. way. But I do have to—I have to touch on the, touch on that one on horse, horse a little bit because this this um, is important. And because I have a little history with this horse, um, I have a little bit of history with the handler and rider because I know her. He demands someone present else. moment, doesn't he? Um, Awareness. He he demands mm-hmm. he demands more than he appears. Yes. Um, he's almost a little bit of a shell in his personality because somewhere in the past this horse has had some massive traumas emotional and physical he has physical traumas that the owner and the family have worked really hard to um, work at pay for provide for not give up not give up (laughs) and if as a matter of fact that owner then i know you probably are listening to this let's just honor the fact that you've come so far. As a matter of fact, there's a, there's a very special person in this person's life who has not given up mm-hmm. on them or the horse. Mm-hmm. They've made, they've built accommodations for the trailer mm-hmm. to try to make it easier for mm-hmm. the horse to really come out of his shell. Yeah. So we're talking about a horse that's got a tremendous amount of trauma. Mm-hmm. And yet you look at him and he actually looks so happy and so content and so settled. And of well, course, big teddy bear almost. Yeah. Yep. And of course he's all done up pretty. He's gorgeous. Um, but if you start to look past it and, and I'm going to be perfectly honest, it took Katie and I 40 minutes, 40 minutes of the mm-hmm. first day 
to discover something. Yep. And sh- I kind of was like a little bit shame on me. I was a little, I was a little perturbed with my horsemanship at the moment, only because I look for these signs. I read the arena. I try to read the horse without knowing the past. And I try to do that quickly so that I work really hard at my lessons to have people leave my lesson, personal lessons, with a look into themselves, a look into their horse, mm-hmm. and homework to leave with. Mm-hmm. So it took us a little bit to all of a sudden realize that, see, he didn't give off any of the typical cues. He wasn't tight in the neck. He wasn't tight in the pole. He wasn't tight through his back. He really even wasn't tight through his tail. His but tail? to honor what we said earlier, there was something missing in him. It was a missing piece. And he he walked up to the middle of the arena, and we both were standing there, and I glanced at Kristen, and I, and I said, why it's also important for everybody to know that I do have a horse background, mm. even though I do stay in my lane, but why Kristen and I trust each other so much. Like, there may be times where she's like, Katie, do you see that shoulder? I'm like, ah, yeah, thanks for pointing that out. In this case, I looked at Kristen, and I said, Quietly, I said, I haven't seen this horse open his mouth. Licking and licking, chew. And, licking and chewing for me is like, and she goes, you're right. As a matter of fact, you watched me mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago yeah, load, load a horse, horse yeah. load a different horse. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I kept using a lick and chew mechanism mm-hmm. with, to, to reward the horse for a try. So, And I know in people, too, I mean, we think we're so separate that... If we're clenching in our jaw and in our mouth, that we actually aren't in the present moment. So tell tell them what our we made the owner, what we made the handler do. <laughs> is our nervous system is is reacting to something in the past, and so we want to invite you into the present moment. And so we started to ask his owner to find her breath, and, and then find her own jaw. Where is her jaw, and how can we encourage this magnificent? guy horse to start to soften through his his mouth and his jaw and it took three days and well, by the third day enough, he well, almost well, yawned i know well but it, it took three days but it actually took the last like few moments of that first lesson yeah for us to 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 use some of our horsemanship techniques to get him to mechanically lick and chew correct not mentally or emotionally correct. yet or he physically licked and chewed right but not not on his own so we use some of our horsemanship techniques, and then we use some of the the biomechanics and breath techniques. Big breathing, breathing, breathing. Huge. I think she probably took six hundred breaths <laughs> next to him. Poor thing, she did so great. But, but we also encouraged inviting some... him into the present mm-hmm. moment, yeah. inviting him into the present moment over, and we're like, hey, it's kind of like the pool water's warm. Come on in, come mm-hmm. on in. Inviting the present moment because there was so much holding him in the past. And then, so by the end of day one. We actually had this, mechanically, we had this horse licking and chewing. Mm-hmm. And we taught her some things to carry into day two. Mm-hmm. Day two, five minutes. Five minutes. Not even, I licking think, yeah. three minutes mm-hmm. into the session, mm-hmm. he started licking and chewing on his own. Mm-hmm. Not only did he start licking and chewing, but then as we went and we threw more technicality at her throughout the session... He started licking and chewing on his own, own. and yes. he started moving his head and he started stretching his neck, moving his feet, moving his feet in a good way, mm-hmm. not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. And then 
magic happen. Mm -hmm. He started looking to her mm -hmm. for it. Oh, right before he did it. Yep. And by and, and I say breathe as he's looking at her. And then, of course, by day three, when we want to have fun, now you have to be careful because this <laughs> horse is... This horse is a little, like I said, he, he can peer a bit of a shell and he can leave well, the arena somewhat quickly. Um, and so by the day three, she was able to enjoy herself just like everybody else with rhythm and cadence and music. And without giving away too much. But <laughs> as I kick you under the chair. I know. No, I'm not. It's I didn't. important. I didn't. It's I important didn't. for everyone to understand how important this is. Okay. They can't get it on their own. They can but it, to get it in a group like that... Oh, it's powerful, isn't it? And to have your group cheer for you. Mm. And we get to do this over and over, and we're still over here, tears in our eyes, clapping our hands, jumping around and, with her. And for her to be able to develop those skills on her own, with us now taking kind of a step back from mm -hmm. the arena... That's cool. That present moment was... You did a good job. Was really... We both did a good job. Thanks. And they did... Everybody... Everybody did a good job. This breed to ride stuff, guys, it's really hard to explain. Mm, gotta come um, try it. You do have to try it. And one thing I noticed in my people a lot, on all my people, I love my people, and those of you who listen to this that are my people know who you are and how deeply I care for your future. And I notice when people come in, they're nervous when they're getting to meet me, that there's this unintentional breath holding going on. And they just kind of hold their breath. And I've recognized the pattern in the more unintentional breath holding we do, it breeds a sense of tension and weakness. The more intentional breath holding we do, it invites in a softness and an overall mental strength. So it was fascinating to apply that knowledge to that individual horse in this situation where he wasn't presenting as though anybody would think that he was going to leave or do something that was unsafe. But I recognize that he was intentionally holding his mouth closed and holding his breath, which told me as the biomechanics person that there's something else in there, which is tension and some weakness in his understanding of himself even and the surroundings. So we invited him into his horsemanship through his owner to overly intentionally breathe to invite him into the present moment which is really a wonderful place to be I'd say so myself it really is yeah it is so we could probably take a podcast and talk about each individual horse and rider combination that comes in here and have more than an hour to say about each one of them oh yeah but for the sake of the present moment I'd like to think that that mm. horse and rider left with a sense of the present moment with them as they loaded, as they rolled down the road, that the moment was here, even though it was small successes that lead to a very big victory as we move forward. So I like to kind of invite everybody to recognize that if the present moment is uncomfortable, if the present moment is scary, if the present moment doesn't feel good, it doesn't mean it's wrong. It means it's an opportunity to grow. It is. Mm -hmm. it, it, it really, really is. Yeah. And do you want to add anything else before we do no, a I'm, closing I'm, quote? I'm happy. You you have a closing quote. I do. Um, I have a closing testimonial because okay. I still had it up on my phone. Why don't you do testimonial first? The, the, and then I'll well, do because the it's really quote. cute. I want to the hear. testimonial says, 
life-changing experience. I'm forever grateful with a horse mm. emoji. I mean, that's kind of sick. <laughs> I think we say that too, as instructors in this amazing. We program. are forever, forever grateful. You know, I believe that we are invited into it just as they are. You know, I don't feel as. <laughs> so well. I had to, I had to add that because I love that. You know, that's basically how we feel about the program and working together and all of you coming in and sharing these moments with us. So go yeah. for your quote. All right. To kind Wrap of tie up this there, up, Katie Vayner. So we hear a lot about mental health, wellness in our, in our life. And I thought this little quote was a beautiful way to kind of tie the reins up. The ability to live in the present moment is a major component of mental wellness which is what we want for our human bodies, mental wellness, even further than mental health, a mental wellness. And equine bodies, mental wellness. We yeah. can feed them all of the great nu- nutrients mm-hmm. and grains and supplements in the world. Yeah. Hay is the most important thing that you can provide them. Water, shelter, love, all of their care. But mm-hmm. we have to provide a mental wellness a structure, a routine. It's essential. Yeah. yeah. They thrive on it. And when you can balance that with the human mental wellness, the equine mental wellness, then in there lies just so much opportunity yep. to really reach the goals that they're looking for. So on that, on that, we're going to inhale, exhale, and repeat. Thank you, everybody. BreatheToRide.com. If you're interested in what's coming, we have one spot left for our clinic in November and it's going no for our October clinic that one is coming up it's a special one so if you want to know more let us know okay guys keep breathing